This is 93.7 The Ticket. Look at me short. Look at me short. I'm the captain now. Three-time national champion Vershawn Jackson. Oh, got a bunch all alone is Vershawn Jackson. And Vershawn, he'll get it to the 24-yard line. Coming at you live from the Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Presented by Wingstop. Here he is, Vershawn Jackson. Ah, yeah! Part time. Bubba. Hey, it's the captain, the ticket, 93.7. It's VJ Jackson, also known as Rashawn. Hey, don't turn it down. I was doing my DJ Mike thing, man. What is he doing? The MCM, the Masters of Ceremony. All, my- all I'm saying is I have all these levels right here I know. that I need to watch. And when the music's too loud and you start talking, oh. they go off, well, the, I was off, ready the, to off the chain. So I, I got to do my got to make sure that it's still 6-2-2-10 safety from River Ridge, Louisiana. Class of 2012, at least leaving Nebraska. PJ Smith, what's up, bro? What's up, man? How you doing there? Man, I'm doing. PJ, long time yeah. no speak. Yeah, I know, man. You've been avoiding me, man. Like the plague, PJ. Like the plague. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've been running, PJ. So let's just get into it. How in the world did you make it to Nebraska? Who recruited you? How'd you end up at Nebraska? Bo Pelini, I was committed to LSU, and uh, when he they won a national championship in 2008, he got the job, and he called me a couple of days later. And uh, Bo and my dad, they always had a good relationship, and um, I had a good relationship with Bo in the last couple of years he was at LSU, and it just felt right to just follow him, you know. So you get you get recruited, you come to Nebraska. Did you know about Nebraska before you went to Nebraska? Did you know? Absolutely. Absolutely not. I knew nothing about Nebraska. I mean, I've seen them a couple of times on TV, but, you know, I didn't know nothing about the tradition and the championships and nothing like that. So uh, that didn't matter to me. I'm all about people, right, people. So I trusted Bo, and so that's that's why I came up to him, came up with him. Right. So, so, so what, 2008? I graduated 2008, yep. Okay, yep. so you would have came, I would have been there working out and recruiting and blah, 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 blah. I'm just trying to get my mind. So, you guys had your senior year. You had a pretty doggone good defense. Yeah. What do you attribute that to? Um, uh, leadership, and then um, you know us just been in the system for you know four and a half years because we all redshirted most likely. You know all the seniors that I was there with. So just the leadership, and then the um, the experience. You know from all of us. You know playing as a freshman, sophomore, junior, senior. So that that was the main thing that really helped us to have a really good defense. Is there a particular game that stands out that you – one of your most memorable games? For the defense as a whole or for me as an individual? Just you as an individual. Uh, I would have to say Michigan State was at Michigan State. Uh, that was probably one of my best games right there. Um, I think it was like 10 to 12 tackles, uh, PBU a pick or something like that. So um, – that was probably my most fun game right there that I can remember my senior year. <laughs> so, 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 who is the? You know, we always talk when I when I talk Nebraska football, and I'm I, I'm interviewing different guys from different eras. Um, when you look back on your era, you know, and what Coach Pelini brought to Nebraska football, what would that be? 
uh, toughness, right, mental toughness, and becoming a young man, uh, growing um, and understanding, like, if you want something, you better put the work in, right? We're just not going to give you nothing. And so every single day I practiced for us when we were there, we were competing to, to start on that Friday, I mean, to start on that Saturday, right? Um, and so that's what it really brought, and I think that's what the game is missing, especially with the young kids coming up. They feel entitled to, like, we owe them something. The coaches, they owe them something so they can start right now. You know, no, it's you put the work in. If you want to be the best, if you want to play, you put the work in. You grind, right? And um, you, you do the things that other students, other athletes don't want to do in order to secure your spot every single week. So um, that's what I enjoyed about it the most, man. Is Do you think Coach Pelini got a bad rap? Yeah, you know, I say this all the time, and it stands true. Like, to the people that really knows Bo, they know his heart, right? Uh, they know that, you know, us as players, we knew that he had our back and he loved us, and he was just pushing us. He's so passionate about the game and that he was pushing us. And I don't think that Nebraska fans, you know, a lot of them, they don't really understand it. But, you know, playing at Nebraska, you, you're in the fishbowl, right? Because Nebraska football is everything to everybody in the state. And so the thing that I tell people all the time, they sit there and try to – they just keep going back to the 90s. But we did things in the 90s. Yeah, the the teams in the 90s, the championship teams, they did a lot of great things. Tom Osborne, he did a lot of great things, right? But the game of football has changed so much, right, over the years. Um, and so I think people get lost in that thinking where Nebraska should be number one every single year. Yeah, we have the, you know, we have the potential to do that. But back in the day, it's everybody wanted to go to 10 schools across the country, right? Nebraska, um Miami, like the big schools, the big 10 schools that you always heard about back in the day in the 90s when Nebraska was winning, kids want to go there. Nowadays, kids, they don't want to go to a school because of tradition. Like tradition means nothing, right? Kids, they want to go to school because they want to play now, and they don't want to sit. Back in the day, as many of the guys like you, VJ, I'll talk to you about it. Eric, as many of the guys that went to Nebraska that literally sat into their senior year and started and had a great career. Nowadays, if you're not playing as a freshman, what do the kids do? They transfer to go to another school. So that's one way that the game has changed so much. And there's other ways I can get into it. It's going to be a long spill. But it's, uh, the game is totally different. And so people don't really understand Bo. And, like, he should still be there to this day, in my opinion. But, you know, Bo, he didn't care about the media. You know, he, he cared about the players. And if you didn't understand that, you would have never understand who he was as a person. Mm. And now that's why Nebraska is struggling to this day because they made a stupid decision to let him go. And look where we've been at the last since he's been gone. You know, and that's just me just keeping it real. So, mm. when when real recognize real PJ. Hey, listen. At the end of the day, your opinion and what you went through at that time it matters. Yeah. It matters, and and I think everybody's got a right to their opinion. And 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 quite frankly, it's news to some of this stuff is news to me, and I want to know because yeah, I felt the same way. You know, Bo might have got a a short end of the, a, a raw a raw deal, um, based on some of the things that was leaked out from inside of the organization. But yeah. when you when you look back on the grand scheme of things, yeah. Bo Pelini never lost more than nine. He, he won nine games every single year that he strapped it up and that he was the head coach. So that but in itself. This, but think about this, though, with Tom Osborne. How long did it take Tom Osborne to start beating Oklahoma and Texas? Let me, let me, and- let me hold on, PJ. Let me, let me correct you, sir. 
It's coach. Al no, no, it's coach. no, no, it's coach. Saying, it's coach. no, what it's I'm coach. saying is this. It's coach. It's coach. It's coach. It's coach. It's coach. From the stuff I've heard and seen, it took him like year nine to really start getting everything rolling the way that it started rolling. That's what I'm saying. But right? but so but he won nine. Time. But he won at least nine games every every year he coached. That's what I'm saying. Right. That's what I'm saying. So same thing with Bo. But it took him like nine, ten years to actually get over that hump of beating these other teams and then start winning national championships. So they gave Tom Osborne time. Nowadays. They're not giving nobody time. Like, the game is, is no loyalty in the game at all, right? They don't give nobody time to build something, especially, you know, especially a good coach like Bo. They should have gave him more time. You know what I mean? Mm. But nowadays it's like, well, if you're not getting it done now or if you get blown out this game, this game, now you're on the hot seat every single week. That's not enjoyable, right, because there's no loyalty. You know what I mean? That's what I hate about the game now is because, Back then, like, it was all about loyalty. Now it's just like either you win right now in two years, three years, four years, or you're out. You know, or you got to win this big game here and there. It's just the game is so stupid and watered down. It's no loyalty. You know what I mean? I think college football is still the greatest game on earth when it comes down to sports. But it's just it's, – it's, 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 it's sad, man. Are you, you, know? are you, are you, are you pro um, transfer portal? You know, I, I think that transport, I, yeah, I don't, I don't like it, right, because, again, it's not showing no loyalty. Like, when you make a commitment to something, you need to stick to that commitment, right? But now they made it so easy for a kid to just transfer right now, and then he's got If you want to transfer, go back to the old rule. Yeah, you could transfer. If you transfer in conference, I think you had to sit, what, two years? If mm-hmm. you transfer out of conference, you got to sit one year, right? Because what, is, what are we teaching the kids nowadays? Oh, well, if I don't like something, I'm just going to quit this job and go to the next place. If I don't like this, I'm going to quit this place and go there. Like, we're not teaching nothing. Like, everything in sports is supposed to teach you about life. That's why I, like, that's why I love sports. It taught me so much about life in general, right, how to trust people, hard work, dedication. Um, it taught me so much. Nowadays, it's just like, man, I'm here. It's all about me. It's not about team no more. It's about I, right? Mm. If I'm not starting right now, I'm going to leave. If, if if my coach, if I feel like my coach is not being fair, I'm a lead. So it's not teaching you nothing. It's gonna, and I think truly, it's gonna hurt a lot of young men, you know, or young women or athletes. It's gonna hurt them in the long run when when the when the sports are done, when they're done with sports, when they go into the real life and having a real job and stuff like that. If this ain't, you know, it's it's gonna hurt them. Mm-hmm. So I just I don't agree with it, man. What about the NIL? <clears throat> um. I think that's a, I, I think that's that's a good thing because the universe. Let's be real, the universe is using you to make a lot of money, right? And so yeah, they want to give you a little scholarship check. When I was there, my senior year, what it's eleven hundred dollars, whatever the case may be. Woo! You you tripled right? me up, PJ. Shoot, huh? y'all was getting eleven hundred. You tripled yeah. me up in in a short you know ten years. But go ahead. Yeah, but that's. But that's only take care of bills, you know what I mean? So the university is making millions, millions of dollars, and then they're going to be like, well, we're paying for your scholarship. Yeah, we're paying for you to come to school free. Okay, cool, right? But now that, you know, when it comes down to the extra money that you can get on the side, that's, like, cool, you know what I mean? Now I think they need to put a cap on it because now they're starting to make it more about the money, and it's not about that. Like, one thing I loved about college football or college sports in general you went there to play because you love the game and you want to have an opportunity to go to the next level for some kids or you had an opportunity to get a free education, right? Now it's, it's starting to get all about money again. It's all about me. So I think they need to put a cap on it 
but I think it's a good thing for the athletes nowadays. Um, and yeah. So, so when we, when we look at this whole transfer portal, because whether we like it or not, it's here and we better be good at getting guys out of the transfer portal. We talked about the defensive tackle from TCU earlier today and how important that is when you, you know, 2012, so you've been out 10 years. It's hard for me to even say that. Yeah. You've been out of the loop for 10 years. You know, PJ, yeah. it seemed like just yesterday, you know, we was over at the big house cooking it up, and now right. here we are 10 years removed from your career at Nebraska. And yeah. So for the last 10 years to look back at Nebraska football, what's been your mindset on it? Since I've been out? Yeah. Um, you know, actually, I I have a little ill feelings towards some things at Nebraska. So uh, when Mike Riley got there, um, that's what really ruined my experience right there when he got there because I was going to be a GA uh, at Nebraska, right? And and I met with him, and he was going to bring me on. Then I just didn't hear nothing from him. So I actually I walked away from Nebraska football because it's like I'm a, I'm an ex-player, right? That I put a lot of blood, sweat, and tears in here, and now you got this new guy, Mike Riley, that came in. I was going to be a GA, and then he never communicated with me, and they lied about a couple of things. So I just said, I'm just done with Nebraska football in general, right? Now that Mike Riley's out, you know, uh, Frost is there and stuff like that, I follow Nebraska football, but it's like it's not the most important thing in my life no more, you know what I mean? So it's like I don't even pay attention to the kids that's coming in and coming out. Now, of course, if they call me and ask me, hey, we want you to sit down and talk to this kid, yeah, I do that, but – I'm not into Nebraska football like everybody else is. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's I was blessed, fortunate to come and play. I'm thankful for it. I made a lot of cool friendships, a lot of a lot of great opportunities. But I don't eat, breathe, and live Nebraska football. I don't wake up and be like, oh, what's Nebraska doing today? I can care less. Mm-hmm. When they play on Saturdays, I watch them. I want them to win, right, because that's my alma mater, you know, and that's why I just leave it at, honestly, V. Well, I mean, that's, do you no. feel like you've been treated? treated? Because, you know, that's it's a hard pill to swallow, but it's a pill that we got to swallow and we got to talk about it. And yeah. so do you feel like, you know what I mean? Because that's hard for me to hear you say that, PJ. I mean, me and you friends, ultimately, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I mean, I watch your daughters grow up from zero to where they are today. You know, shout right. out to those little girls that you're raising. Um, yeah. Because, you know, when you, and I, I want the people to understand when PJ says I got bigger and other things to worry about. It's those three little girls. Yeah. You know, it's life. It's Life yeah. don't stop at Nebraska football for former players. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You can't continue to do it. You can't call Nebraska and say, hey, I need, need 25000 right. Make sure you put that into my account. You know what I'm saying? Right. So you have to be being proactive on your life and the bills that you have and the things that you have to do. But it, it's, right. it's, it's disheartening to hear. But, again, we need to hear it, but it's disheartening to hear that um, that's your experience at this point because, you know, when we go to – you from you from Louisiana. You got friends yeah. that went to LSU. You got friends yeah. that go to different colleges. That's not the yeah. case right. at these other schools. You know, right. and so we just got to change – we got to – we got and, and I do think that uh, Trev is, is changing that narrative with the former players. I think it is becoming a lot more former player friendly um, than yeah. it has been in the past. And I hope yeah. that it continues to go in that direction. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. I agree. But, you know, I think the the fact that 
you know, you're a coach. You you've coached high school football. You yeah. you've been a part of all types of different programs. And I think when a, when a person has the knowledge that you have, you know, and and I don't want to I don't want to tread lightly over this. I I remember that the GA program was strictly for for former players, and I'm not saying that, you know, um, that that's. I I just think that we have to get back to giving former players an opportunity to coach football, and a lot of times yeah. we go outside of our former player, the, the, that group of former players that want to be coaches. How do right. we become coaches if you don't get an opportunity to be a GA at your alma mater? Right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm with you yeah. 150% on that. Yeah, yeah. So, and that's why it's, it's been frustrating with that because I passed up a couple other schools that I could have went to and be a GA at that year. But I was like, okay, I'm, I live here in Nebraska. That's my alma mater. We got a new coach, so he's going to bring me on. And when he didn't communicate, I passed up Arkansas, right? I passed up going down to LSU with with, uh, with Corey Raymond. You know what I mean? Because mm. I'm like, my family's here. This is my alma mater. This is my this is home for me now. I'd rather be at my my own place. So that's that's another reason why I just walked away from Nebraska kindly, but a little bit. But um, you know, I, I mean, I still support him. You know, I wanted to be successful. And um, yeah, you remember when you got your black shirt? Yeah, I do. What happened? Yeah. Um, you and, uh, how did they do it? They they passed out in the meeting, man, and it was, you know. But for me, it, it's it's for me. I'm a little bit differently than everybody else. Like some guys was crying about it and stuff like that. Cool, nothing against that, right? For me, it was like, all right, cool. Like I was I crying about it. Right? Something I against keep that. It was my sophomore year, uh, but I wasn't doing it for the black shirt, right? I wasn't doing it for that. I I was doing it because I wanted to to help my teammates and this team be the best team you possibly could be and go do something special like winning a conference championship, winning a national championship, but holding each other accountable. That's what I really cared about, right? Getting the black shirt was cool, and I'm thankful for it. But my plan when I was at Nebraska was I want to help everybody get better, right? I want to better myself as a young man, and I want to win championships. If I got a black shirt, great. If I didn't get a black shirt, okay. I need to work to get to get that black shirt. So it, for me, it was a little bit differently. I treated it differently than what most other people do. That was like, man, when I when I go when I'm at Nebraska, when I start playing, like I just want a black shirt. I just want a black shirt, and I'm like, okay, a black shirt is just a jersey, right? It's it's a saying that we say in Nebraska, like it's it's it's, it's cool, but I'm a team player, and I just wanted to win. I didn't care if I got a black shirt. I just wanted to win. I just wanted to win the championship. That's all I really cared about, right? But that's me. Other people feel differently about it, so. <laughs> uh, no, listen, PJ, it's all relevant. It's all relevant, and I appreciate your honesty on that. I mean, there's not many players that can say they played 53 games at the University of Nebraska. Richard yeah. King. So I think that your opinion and what you feel is valid because you are one of not very many to say they played in 53 career games at the University of Nebraska. So when we get back, we'll talk a little bit about that. We'll talk more. P.J. Smith, the captain, the ticket, 93.7. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. 
Hero also drops other limited edition ultra low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.